Welcome to Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. Representative Ryan, welcome to another report to your constituents. And this week, we'd like to talk about one of those subjects that comes up a couple of times a year, and that is our state budget. And this one, we're looking at the surplus that seems to be sitting there waiting for us when we begin these negotiations. But those of us who've been through this a couple of times know that that's often just imaginary money. Frank, where do we sit right now? What are the dangers of, of, of thinking that we have a surplus and, and, and what could happen if we don't play this right? Chuck, this is a critical issue. We are starting the budget session. The governor will be giving his budget address in February of this year. 2022. Uh, we'll be then working from that point in time with appropriation hearings, and then we'll be voting on a budget, hopefully before the end of June of 2022, since we statutorily have to have the budget approved. We put aside money from the COVID dollars that we received last year, so we have a rainy day fund, and it's probably the biggest it's been in, in decades that we've had such a large rainy day fund, but all of that was federal grant dollars, and it wasn't any of it was relating to any tax dollars this past year. The prior year, we had put aside under a half billion dollars for rainy day fund. One of the advantages is that it requires a supermajority to get it out of the rainy day fund. So it provides some degree of protection. But what I want to caution everybody about, I'm hearing an awful lot of folks uh, comment that the budget surplus is running $1.5 billion ahead of the forecast. We're coming off of a forecast in which the Independent Fiscal Office was not anticipating as good of a robust rebuilding of the dollars as a result of COVID-19. So that was one issue. But they also didn't anticipate that the federal government was going to pump trillions, not billions, trillions of dollars into the economy. So our sales tax revenue is up, and that's because people have a lot more cash than they did before. The second issue is, is that corporate profits are up, so corporate net income tax is up because people have more cash in their spending. So profitability is way up. We're also seeing significant increases in prices, and I want to caution people about that. An increase in wages and increase in prices due to inflation increases income tax revenue to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So if I want to increase the amount of money that I get to spend as a legislator, I would almost encourage inflation because then tax revenues are going to come in and that establishes another floor. With all of that information relative to it, I'm going to caution everybody. And I've spent an entire career as a CPA keeping entities out of bankruptcy. And here's the two points I would like you to be aware of. The current U.S. economy, Pennsylvania economy, and global economy are benefiting from this quantitative easing and monetary policy of flooding the economy with dollars. We are seeing one of the highest levels of dollar accumulation we've ever seen. And that does not bode well. It's one of the reasons the inflation rate is starting to kick in. And what that means then is that this is an artificial economic growth period. It's being done by debt that many economists at the federal and global levels think you're never going to have to repay. I am not one of those who believes that. I happen to believe that our day of repayment will happen, and that will typically happen when the dollar is no longer the world currency, which there's already rumblings about that. The second issue I want to caution everybody about, higher inflation is absolutely destructive to people who are retired. 
you will find that with people who have got retirement plans. I've gotten a number of phone calls uh, from people who have retired from the school districts or from the state government and said, I haven't had a cost of living allowance increase in a long period of time. W what should we do? And what can we do? Can you approve a cost of living allowance increase? And, and I can tell you, based upon the fact that we're only 63% funded in the teacher pension plan, I don't see that happening. And whether whether I think that's a good idea or not, and I'm, I'm not getting into that aspect of it, but I will tell you it's a problem. And constitutionally, the courts have already ruled that once you gave the benefit, you can't take it back. So what would happen is if there was an increase in the cost of living allowance increase, you, you would never be able to rescind it. So we have people right now who are only funded at 63% who may not be able to get their full pension if we start becoming negligent. We did that once before back in 2000 when there was a significant plus up in pension benefits because we were overfunded only find out 12 months later we were severely underfunded so i want to caution everybody that i would give this as a moral equivalent when covid hit we were about close to going into an od overdose the massive infusion of literally trillions of dollars of spending into the system was the equivalent of giving the economy Narcan. When you see someone come out of an OD after, as a result of Narcan, they wake up and they're wide awake. We're in that wide awake stage. We still need extensive treatment. We need to get this spending under control. And I am deathly afraid that this increase in the budgetary reserves the increase in the budget surplus will cause people to establish a new level of spending, which will make the economic correction when it happens that much more severe. And the Independent Fiscal Office has already said, while we're doing well now, we have a structural deficit of $2 billion per year for the next four years after this current budget year. That's an $8 billion problem. And that is assuming we don't have an economic recession in the process. So let's take this seriously. Let's use our judgment and spend wisely. Let's recognize the vast majority of Pennsylvanians can't afford an increase, particularly in an inflationary environment. You're already seeing that with the property tax increases. I happen to live in Lebanon County, where there's an 18% increase in the county property tax because of problems raising funds, the new 911 call center, and government just can't keep spending money as if there's no tomorrow. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Rock.